We're here. We're live. <laughs> and it's the Christmas <laughs> special. And we definitely weren't having an argument. That is the worst opening You're ever. You're a bit premature, as usual. I there was the old uh, click in the record. I was just, I was just getting her ready because she was, she was world-mouthing sweary. Yeah. I was not. Yes. But our uh, listeners will be glad to hear that we've got B back yeah, in what, a big what, way. What is this? What are they listening to? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's Tales of Two Teachers <laughs> with me, M. <laughs> me, M. And we've got B back and in the B's house. And back in the house. And we've got quite a contentious character with us as well in really? E, who um, w- wanted to rehearse. And we oh, said yes. no. We said you can't. Bit of a that. diva yeah. is E. Um, but we have managed to drag her kicking and screaming onto the show just to highlight that we're not the misogynists that people make out we are yeah, I know I know it's shocking isn't it but yes thank you very much for coming along to this what have you just been doing for the last hour I have just been managing the girls football team when you say managing we saw the picture what were you actually doing you were sat down <laughs> in yeah, a chair right. so on your laptop <laughs> I had some emails that I had to get actually some uh, edgy trips Mm-hmm. sorting out mm-hmm. uh, ski trips that I had to get done by today Brilliant. and I couldn't cancel the girls football despite my best efforts Quite so right. I just decided to steal one of the I thought you were analysing like sort of yeah. the, the data crunching the numbers the opposition looking at YouTube clips and everything that's what coaches apparently if that's what they do though no wonder our football teams are rubbish that's how they do it. Ouch. Mm. Well, it's true. We haven't won like, a, <coughs> a damning indictment of our PE team. No, not the PE team. Women, I want about the England, England team. England women have won the not Europe. the women. I'm, I'm just not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Man. I think she's I've lost basically it. saying that quite a few of the overpaid male managers are not worth their work. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, I certainly said that was true of some England managers, to be fair. I th- isn't there a, isn't, has Forrest Green got a female manager? She's the first one. They're the only one in the league, I think, aren't they? Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. And we've got the first Premier League ref who's a woman. Yes. Uh, This month, is it next month? Bit of a problem, isn't it? Well, see how she gets on. I guess. Uh, anyway, I'm going to say nothing. What are we doing? Are we starting it? Arguing yeah. is what we're doing. This is, pathetic. this is awful. Right, shall we go straight in? Let's do questions, shall we? Let's do it. So uh, it is, as, as Emma alluded, it's our final episode of uh, the year. Although, of course, not the series, but 2023 anyway. Yeah. Um, and we have three questions. One is from our old colleague and guest on the show. Oh, H. H. She's emailed in. Uh, she actually emailed in embarrassingly in November. Oh, really? And I, I miss missed H. So, you know, the wrath of H is something to behold. So we might be in trouble. Yeah. Uh, she actually followed up on a conversation we had about war. She was saying about, particularly World War I, <clears throat> about conscription. And does the fact that many people involved in World War I and killed were conscripts, and I guess any conscripts in wars, mm. does that make it worse and sadder um, than, I suppose, soldiers in the army who, wanted to, who chose to join it? I don't know. That's an interesting question, isn't it? Yeah, well, certainly. I mean, especially when the conscription ends up sort of lowering the bar to which people are being conscripted mm. um, and then you end up basically in what we would refer to as children being ending up fighting it's very sad isn't it when you you know when you join the armed forces mm. I'd like to think you know what you're getting in for yeah um, to some extent to yeah. some extent but certainly when you know you end up with 16 17 year olds who have mm. never probably been out of their locality ending up you know knee deep in mud and mm. marching towards your machine gun, it's pretty bad, isn't it? I think well, the youngest one I think is, I've seen is 14. You know, obviously, they weren't supposed to have joined, but no. a lot of the people who were doing the signing up just waved it or ignored it. So, yeah, there's one yeah, great... And not just 14. on our side either. I think, no, no, uh, certainly when, when the Allies get to Berlin, you know, the, um, 
the people who were left were old men and boys, weren't they? Mm. In, in many of the cases, like very little boys trying to trying to hold Berlin for the Germans. So, yeah. pretty 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 grim. Very sad. That very sad. Mm. Um, she also wanted to follow up with this question. Uh, are all animals violent or is it mainly a human trait for example what about butterflies I'm pretty sure butterflies fight when they're trying to show off for mates and stuff now H will know I will say that butterflies are violent and aggressive Mm. because H has been with me forcing me to walk through the butterfly enclosure at Chester Zoo Mm. which at other zoos are available (laughs) brilliant I like butterfly enclosures Uh, I really don't like I think I must have cried but H was just telling me to get a grip and mm. then she continued to try and put butterflies away. I think they're, they're quite aggressive because they just have this tendency to think they can come and land on you and that's okay. That's, I'm not sure that's ag- aggressive. Aggression. It feels, it feels aggressive to me. Aggression can be shown through many different ways. It doesn't have mm. to manifest itself through physical violence, can no. it? You know, it can be about um, sounds and colour and yep. that are used. A lot of um, displays and rituals of animals don't involve any physical aggression but it might be dances and things mm. like that instead yeah so um so i think uh, humans have got the proclivity for violence ha- as have all of the great apes yeah it's a trait yeah. it's a trait of apes we you know we fight with one another no, i'm not i don't think violence is only i don't even know it's only for it's not even just for mammals is it there's no there's no, no. limits no. But uh, I suppose you might say some animals are more violent than others, but I think we're probably applying human things to animal kingdom things. Certainly. Yeah. Um, Zed, Z-E-D, has emailed in. Mm. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's from... <laughs> I wonder where Zed is from. That was Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I, I did know that. I know you, you very much. You don't quite like that one, do you? Yes, I do like it. It's my favourite Tarantino. For is it? Yeah, although well, I do like Reservoir Dogs very much as well. Um, why are summer holidays so long, and what do you enjoy doing in them? I mean, we must have spoken I about mean, that I mean, they're before, definitely not that long. They well, are, they are probably. They, ours are like five weeks. Yeah, that's probably just about the right length, isn't it, really? When I speak to my friends who, who aren't teachers, they're like, even at five weeks, it's massive because most of them, like, they don't hardly get any time exactly, off. When they yeah, do, they get them off in like two weeks at a time. Go on, what have you got to say? No, I was going to say in my previous job, I literally only had five weeks off a year, mm. and that included the three days in between Christmas and New Year, so you had to take a week off yeah. Yeah. at Christmas, even if you hadn't booked away therefore you only got four weeks to mm. actually go away so mm. I think I'm all for an extra week to be fair oh, more holiday the better um, what do we do we pursue our hobbies mm. we see yeah. our loved ones like soon as anyone else would we just have slightly longer to do it and a lot of people do quite a bit of prep work for, over the summer don't they for the yeah. Yeah. for the term yeah, to come as well I think it's so important for the students as well because I think it's and this might be an unpopular opinion but I think it's so important for students and connections with relationships with family because I think during the week they're at school majority of the day they then go home parents might still be at work absolutely fine but then they're only probably spending about an hour or dinner time with family so I think that period gives students time to just detach from school then have a couple of good quality weeks with family and then they have to get themselves mentally ready loosening that sort of like regimented it's so important that they have that time um, because definitely as staff we do the same we have wind down and then we're back straight back in it, it feels like. Good. Yeah. And we're all agreed. We're all agreed. Go on, you think oh, that? Um, <laughs> it's a free forum, mate. Go for it. No, keep going. Um, I think also it's interesting in terms of the type of jobs, because a lot of people, as you pointed out, don't think we work in those holidays. But also, we don't work nine till three. We often are working mm. a lot longer into the evening. Mm. And I'm certainly working a lot longer than I was in my previous job, which was a nine till five. So actually, you need that 
break because you can't be working more than really six weeks at the intensity that we do. Absolutely. Fair shout, indeed. And finally, from Paddy, are there more men than women in education? Is it the same for primary and secondary? So it's a good question. Um, I'd say from what I've seen, historically, more women in some primary and middle schools. But now I would definitely think that it's shifting. And I think there's a lot more males. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think I could personally draw a conclusion. Like in my last department, there was 11 staff and majority of them bar two of us, three of us were males. And then in this department, it's now more females than males for the the, first time in in a decade yeah I I think it varies it might it it might be slightly changed depends what department you go to I mean if you go to our English department for example I think we have 16 staff and only three of us are men Mm -hmm. so it it depends obviously um, this is to do with just people in general as well we tend to gravitate don't we um, to certain subjects as well um, so again, it seems to be that there seems to be more female staff that take up English than men. Yeah, um, I think there's both. I think having had a look last time, there was more history teachers that were men than women. I think. Yeah, I think that's just sort of stereotype stereotypes as well, isn't it? And mm. What what men are expected to, you know, scientists and things like that tend to be men mm. more than more than women, whereas sort of like English drama music tend to be more women than men. Oh, historically, obviously, most teachers were women anyway, but most head yeah. teachers were men. So, yeah. obviously, it's trying to... But I'd say if we look at our time. trust, of which there are 11, 12 different schools, I mm. think only one is a, is a male head teacher. Mm. Yeah, no, that's that, that historic focus certainly shifting mm. on the top end. Okay. Thank you for those questions um, very much indeed. Just as a quick reminder, what uh, Tales of Two Teachers, isn't it? At, at gmail.com gmail. to get in touch. If you want to send us anything please over do. the Christmas period, please do, and we can uh, return to the next year. Or indeed, if you'd like just to wish us uh, a happy Christmas, you know, I'll swiftly delete it. Um, there we are. How wonderful. Mm. Uh, right, so who's doing what now? Well, we want are to, you interviewing? Yeah, we want to hear a little oh, bit about yes. E's life. Of course. And then I know that B's got a little... Um, no, 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 no. She don't no. want to She's blown her top. Okay. I haven't. I just think that there's probably not going to be the time, so I'll get a cracking teaching and learning point for those people Excellent. in the new year. Okay, let's hear about E then. E, how did you get yourself into teaching? Let's do it. So, initially, I wanted to be anything but a teacher. Mm. Um purely because family were all teachers and it was all I'd known. Um, But actually, when I was in school, I did toy with the idea of becoming a history teacher Mm -hmm. because I really enjoyed history and I didn't know what else to do with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But then through A-level, preferred geography, went to uni, did geography degree, and I got exposed to quite early um, environmental consultancies. We had to do a six-week work-based placement as part of our degree, um, and I ended up getting a job offer from that company. Um, they offered to sponsor my master's, so I went and did my master's, but then I turned around to them and said, oh no, I don't want that job. Brilliant. Um, which was flood risk. Too, Brilliant. Too boring. Yeah. Um, so I then went and did um, environmental impact assessment, and I was in stakeholder engagement, which, oh, it was a good job. I don't even know what that is, mate. What is that? So, so I basically worked on HS2. Uh, oh yeah. Along with other that's <laughs> that time well spent, it? Yeah. <laughs> Very successful. Gosh, blood, sweat and tears went oh, into that God. one. Um fuming. But yeah, so lots of different road projects and we basically were a team who liaised with engineers. So you've got your uh, bridge engineers, structural engineers, 
um, transport planners. We re- liaised with all of them, went to the communities, informed the communities, collected their views, and I spent a year coding people's views, so that was very fun. <laughs> Uh, what are you like? Code was cracking. I don't know. I don't you, know. It would go over your head many times. Oh, yeah. So basically, two years in spreadsheets and codes. And then I thought, no, not been on holiday for two years. Been again. Forget that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the correct solution. No, but actually, it was one of those where I went into that career wanting to help people. Mm. And I didn't, I didn't like the bureaucracy. I didn't like the red tape around it. Mm. And the killer for me was when we wanted to build a road through 10 people's land and they were basically told you have no choice we're coming on to do these surveys whether you like it or not and I just didn't like the way it was all handled and uh, so I decided to become a teacher because you can see sort of the output of your work you mm. can you feel like you are making a difference mm. so, so that was the decision I made in Covid to quit financially I could do it take a year out go training and uh here we are. So you're in your second EECT year, aren't you? Yeah. So how have you found the second year so far versus the first, would you say? I think it has been so much easier and actually in that sense so much more enjoyable. I know what's coming up and also in knowing the children, you've already formed those relationships mm. so you're able to dive deeper into the child and I think you can get more of an output from them. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you did have an exceptional mentor last year as well, let's not forget. A god tier for talking. Oh, it was you. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> silence is deafening. Though. Yeah, I was waiting for I was waiting for yeah. And I always uh, weigh in at this point and ask what would be your sort of highlight of the last two years and what would be sort of the low point of the last two years and what advice would you give to any budding ETCs? Do you always say ETCs? What is yeah, it? ECT. ECTs. Yeah, I'm saying early teacher careers. Yeah. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Couple, hurry up, et cetera. And you've never challenged me before. You made me look. I didn't want to make you look foolish. on national radio. International, <laughs> international. Please go for it. Oh, a highlight. I think I would genuinely say a highlight has been coming into this department, and I think a lot of people have echoed that. Um, why? Why? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, not for you two. No, but I, I don't think, think I did imagine that wasn't the case. You know, I think. No, we I, know that that actually didn't include me when she said not you two. She's looking at the two M's. No, yeah, it wasn't you. You were your fine. Definitely, I am definitely fine. for B. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I think it, it is a very supportive and cohesive department, and I mm. think you can have a great lesson, and you can come in and be like, "Oh, that was great," and everyone's cheer, like everyone's your biggest cheerleader in this department. Um, another highlight. I Would think, you like to see Emma in a rah rah skirt? You want pom poms on the go? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a horrid sight. Would you lift me onto your shoulders? I could Absolutely do a, could not. do a pyramid of some sort. Okay. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yeah, yeah. I think we should. <laughs> um, I think another highlight has been building the relationships with pupils and getting and seeing their progress. A low, I think, is the safeguarding element. I didn't expect to deal with such extreme safeguarding issues in my first year mm-hmm. um, so that was definitely a low mm. and I would say on that advice for ECTs is you might be in your first year but you almost think oh now that happened to me you hear about it in training but then actually when a child comes to you and it is actually just remember your training write everything down and just stay really calm mm. So mm. that's good, interesting we haven't really advice. spoken a lot about safeguarding really have we so that's no. an interesting piece cool um, there was some. What did I want to ask? Yes, you're quite. Uh, what should we say? Here we go. 
a, hila- a, a hilarious member of the department, really. Um, mm. yeah, you this... are a source of hilarity at yeah. times. I'm not sure I've ever met anyone that fails to wash up as regularly. I knew I this was coming. Yeah. He, last year, he, this in a mentor meeting, when he said, well, we were looking at strengths and weaknesses. Oh. And... Stop <laughs> laughing. <laughs> this is going to be really unprofessional. No, I don't think so. No. I was always very professional. It was... When we were looking at my organisation and you said... What was it? How was it? Hilariously organised, I think. Hilariously organised, I probably... Hilariously organised is... Mm-hmm. But then we went for improved organisation. Definitely. I mean, um, once you did, you did fall asleep in a room when you're supposed to be teaching and someone had to teach a lesson for you. In my defence, yeah. that was the first... My timetable had changed oh. and it was the second week that I'd been teaching that class. So I'd got my old timetable written down and I'd got a free written down and I didn't check either. That's right. I think I you're was. a bit of a wind-up. <laughs> I think... No, I think... No, this is in your defence. I think... That some of your shenanigans with the cleaning up and stuff is a source of provocation that you know will cause a uh, consternation. Yeah, consternation and actually a bit of fun. Yeah. And that's what it is, I think. Has it taken me this long to realise? Mm. I actually think a pretty good sport, actually. I say every, everyone, whenever there's always someone new, someone always, the new member of staff always gets. The leg pulled a yeah, little bit. Yeah, a little bit, wound up. But you've done very well with that, I think. You, I think you've given as good as you've got. Yeah, B, when B was the new member of staff, he found it a bit, bit more difficult, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but you've done much better with it. I think it perhaps... So I Not you, the other B. used to be the only girl in A-level PE. So there was me and 12 rugby players. So it was kind of a bit of Can a... Can we go more into that story? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have flowers? <laughs> uh, no, we didn't, actually. Um, it was a very much sink or swim experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially Which having... What did you do? What? Did you swim? Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sink or swim. That's Sorry, that's Sorry. a bit Sorry. Whoa. A bit unprofessional. Oh, oh, wow. No, sink or swim. Okay, did, you, yeah. did you swam, did you? I would say that I... Yeah, I think I swam. I survived it. Mm. Um, I also had a quite a serious injury mm. where I had to learn to walk again. <laughs> what, were you playing rugby? No, I was playing netball. Oh, okay. Right. Um, Just leave it. Do <laughs> uh. <laughs> you remember when I asked him? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Do you not snore? Are you not talking about your injury in the netball thing with your eye brow? No, <laughs> not that. Oh, oh, thank you. Do you remember when I said, can we rehearse? Yeah, this, is, right. this is part of the fun. This is part of the no, fun. No, but that's another thing that when you because you have been exceptional at throwing yourselves into extracurricular stuff. Like you coach, yeah. you well, I say you coach. You, you watch the girls play football. Don't you, uh, do that. you go on all these different trips, including one which had to be cancelled because of traffic conditions. Yeah, but determined not to let the poor girls. But, not also, play but also, didn't didn't be. You say she's going to go on your trip, then did she for another trip? <laughs> Let's not get into that because I'm still yeah, over that this, one. Yeah, that's a, oh, that's a sort of shenanigan that Bat B is known for. That E is known for. That's just ridiculous. But no, can you tell us what did you do to keep up, prevent those poor girls from missing out on their netball while you were stuck in the queue for Calais? What did you do? Oh, God. So, I decided, out of the goodness of my heart, not yeah. because we'd been sat on a coach for best part of 15 hours yeah. and I'm a very active person and needed to move, I decided to take them on a run around. Around stationary cars? <laughs> Around a, well, what was a car park for the buses. And on the way back, in literally in front of six coachfuls of students, I was dressed as Piglet. 
<laughs> I was wearing fluffy socks in sliders. I face planted the concrete and I lost an eyebrow. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible to lose an eyebrow. <laughs> I just, like, shit, I just instantly right looked on. at your eyebrow yeah. like, oh, you've lost an eyebrow. Yeah, so it For was... the benefit of the tape, she has had two eyebrows now. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, S in PE, who is, oh, I don't know, saint? Hero? She saved my eyebrow by stereo-stripping it back together. Uh, but the worst part, actually, wasn't doing it. I then, because it kept bleeding through the stereo strips, because it's quite a deep cut, I had to wear this huge bandage on my head. And then we had to go into the McDonald's when we turned round. Mm. And there was the school who'd been on the coach where I had planted in front of. And uh, they were all asking me if I was okay. Oh. There we are. It was. That's a trip you won't forget. And you didn't even get to where your, your destination. You had a nice know. trip in the, the yeah. coach. In the car park. Yeah, we to had the it. car park. It was an eventful trip. Yeah. But you have been very good with that. You've been on a few different ones, haven't you? And yeah, you've ditched me to go on a lovely ski trip. So thanks yeah. for that, mate. But I, like, again, that is another highlight of teaching. You get L- to screw screen me over, yeah. 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 Just oh, every year. Seeing the sheer frustration that you're trying to hide, but you can't hide. No. Um, and anger and hatred. Yeah. It's definitely there. Yeah. Um, but I think trips are a massively important thing to do. So advice either for ECTs would be to get on trips straight away because it just changes your whole relationship with the pupils mm. and pupils that I previously struggled with. Mm. Going on a trip, a netball trip, they're, they're good as golden lessons and they want to learn for you because they don't see you as a teacher, they see you as a human. Mm. And if you say you're going to go on a trip, probably go on it as well. That would help in future, mate. Yeah, Yeah, it depends. (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you very much for that. That's a fascinating (laughs) insight. Definitely one of the most amusing of our uh, guests so far in terms of their their life in teaching. and it, so did you have something you wanted to talk to us about? Were you going to talk to us about cartography? Yeah, I was going to talk about cartography. It's... um, Something that I'm actually quite interested in, I just love maps. Oh. I, so what is cartography then? What so is its definition? Cartography, oh, you put me on the spot here. You don't, you don't oh, need to Google it. You don't need to Google it. It's the study of maps. Yeah. It's, well, it's... it's <laughs> even, even I know that. that. Even I know it's that. the depiction of land masses and the spatial distribution of them. Uh-huh. So, But it's not just used for navigation. But this is part of my quiz, so I don't want to do any spoilers. So you want to go straight into the quiz? Well, we can do, yeah. Sorry, can I just ask them, why do you love maps? Because when I look at a map, I'm bored out of my mind. I find them fascinating because it's not, it's the story that a map tells. It is what is on that map. Mm. I find them, one, beautiful because they are pieces of art. Mm. And I just, the way they have evolved is, I find fascinating. And actually the way they influence history, I think is really interesting. In our opening to episode, I think we did discuss a little bit of map work, didn't we? Which one? Um, I, when, I spoke, when we spoke about Africa in particular, oh my God, and it's sort yeah. of geographical, um, mm. the way distance isn't always shown well on the map. Mm. Like maps. Yes. Mm. That's yeah. Yeah. Terrible, so, terrible maps. It's actually quite interesting, because I was, before this I was actually on the football pitch, a bit nervous, so I thought I'd just, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I thought I'd just double check some of my facts, but actually when you look at a map, the US potentially looks a bit bigger than Australia, but it actually is the same size as Australia mm. upside down. Mm. But also, we've got um, Russia, is, Brazil is half the size of Russia, and Russia is nowhere near as big as you think it is. So if you fitted it under Africa, 
where you've got Niger and um, what is it called? Mali? Mali is it? There's Mali. Yeah, Cam- Cameroon Mali. there as well. It would fit right under and it would still only go sort of like 10 degrees south of the equator. Russia is 70 times the size of uh, the UK though. Mm. So it's, it's 157 mapped. hours on the train to get from one side to the other. Oh. Yeah. I love Russia. Russia. I could wear Russia forever. Yeah. Mm. A lot of different time zones as well. Yeah. Is it 9 or 11? I can never remember. 9, I think. Could be wrong. I think it's 9. That's What's what the only legal ahead. place you can gamble in Russia? Vladivostok. Correct. It's my favourite place to say Vladivostok. There we are. I love, love it. But well, yes, no, one point for me. The UK fits in Madagascar. Yeah. You can also fit China, the USA, and India in Africa. But what's the capital mm. of Madagascar? Oh, I don't. I, why are you asking me this? This is going to be another because you're, you're two geographers and you should know. It's that funny one, and you're going to say it, it, and I'm going to go, hey, I love You're a geographer. You can't do it. And Tanarivo. No, I didn't know that. There you I go. I didn't know that. I think the listeners have realised now that. I can teach geography, but I don't know facts like you do. And no. that's, that's it. And that's I'm happy with that. I can live with that. 2-0 to me. Right. In a game no on one this. else is playing. Well, sorry, so what, what's happening now? We want, you want to do, do a quiz Should we do a quiz? So who's made a quiz? Have you made a quiz? No. So you, only one person made the quiz? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought someone... You were doing a Christmas quiz. I was going to, but uh, then you said she had something. No so. problem. Do I need some... Do we need paper for this? Is it a guess as you know, or is it? I shout it out. Is it about maths? Because if so, I'm going to win. It is your shout out. Oh well, I'm out of this then. Go on. Go on. I feel like I have done this. It's a highbrow. Testing you. Brilliant. Should we just? Hang on, this is cheating. Yeah, I don't really know about maths, but I think it's time. I think it's time. We're just going to take ourselves off to a private room. Okay. Why have you bought that book? What's that book for? Oh, no, it's just something I'm trying we're doing, to get We're doing quiz now. Okay, sorry. Shall I think you like this, though. It's quite an old book. The audience can't hear it. Though. What is it? Yeah, what is it? Uh, so it's Games People Play by Eric Burney, and it's about the psychology of people and why we act the ways we do mm. and actually understanding where people are coming from. I probably would like that. That sounds so, right, my Strasser. Um, it's a little bit... I don't know. Seriously? I would say it's, it's the easiest on the eye to read. Uh, no pictures, so it's I not really my I don't tend to read book. books with pictures. I quite like that's not my kitten. <laughs> it's got I think pages. Yeah, that, that is good. I, 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 good. I don't think like that one. It's just, just yeah. slightly, it's, it's slightly it's different a good, It's like a mystery. It's a mystery thriller. Okay. So, And do you how... discover the owner of the pussy in the end, or...? The mouse is always the one. You know, it's not It's not that. It's multiple kittens. Oh, you can have, sorry. That's not my duck. No. You like these I, books, I, don't I, we've you? Got a, that's what, not my angel. Yeah? That's not my the angel. Worst one, the worst one is, that's not my baby. Hmm. I feel like that throws up a lot of problems. Yeah, that's why you've got disturbing. about four other babies. Yeah. But anyway, we have digressed multiply. Have you got Mog, though? Mm, yes, I do have Mog. Good, that is. The kids don't know who Mog is. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's let's get this show on the road. Okay. Come on, Christ. So, who developed? I think we're not going to get any of these. Right? The solution for the most accurate world map for navigation. You have given a clue. Mercator. Mercator. Good. <laughs> Could you pronounce it right, though, please? Is that how you say it? Mercator. I don't know. I, I always call them Mercator maps. Okay. So can I get that right? Because I yeah, gave the answer. Yeah, fine. One nil. Uh, why are his uh, accurate? So again. Why are his so accurate? What did he What did he do to make them accurate? I actually probably should know this, but I just know that it's a very Eurocentric view. Well, yeah, I'm just gonna, that's all I was going to say. That's all I know. But the, is it? 
Is it to do with shipping rates? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was going to say um, he included uh, degrees. Yes. So he basically, he worked out, so the land masses aren't accurate, but it's the points of the navigation mm. and taking into account the spherical globe. Mm. So he was the first one to take into account the spherical yes, globe. Apply the more of a mathematical. Yeah. I'm just going to take that as another point. <laughs> you go for it. You have it, okay. mate. Yeah, you're, what, you're too doing it. <laughs> when do the first maps date back to? Oh, God. Oh, wow. That's ridiculous. Mm. Well, I imagine... Oh, I imagine certainly the Egyptians would have had it, and probably before surely then. Surely before then. Sumerian. Like no, really I'm going to say basic. after. I don't, why would they have had a map? Because well, it's not na- navigating the Nile and things like draw, that. Exactly, someone drawed Knowing where, paper. certainly they... Drawed? The up, yeah, drawn. The upper reaches of sort of the, the blue and white Nile. Oh, we're going to find out, aren't we? So yeah. I would Maybe. imagine. What do you I mean by know. map? I want to know. So is it like a... Sort of, Maybe in the cave drawings there's a map. So... Yeah, I'd have said so they had even drawn Did like, I get this right? Well, this so there's a mammoth coming from this direction. <laughs> I was going to say um, things like... Oh, here we go. Even like on Ayers Rock and things like that in Australia. So that's why you said the Egyptians... Yes. <laughs> he was, no, he said as far, even as far back. Sorry, oh, it's here. Yeah, three nil, three nil to be. Can you stop snorting? Absolute piglet! What are you doing? <laughs> right, question four. Basically, question yeah, four. What, what, what was the answer? answer? Okay, so face. It's this is something again that really interests me because actually humans have been creating maps since the cavemen okay they Mm. they would be mapping their hunting grounds they would be the pictures that they would be putting on the caves Mm. actually resemble maps they match the stars Mm. but the first true sort of map that would date back was the 6th century bc and it's known as the babylon map okay Okay. and it depicts the world as if it was a disc um an island Mm. surrounded by a sea and it was a Greek cartographer, so Greek is in the centre. Greece is in the centre. Okay. Nice. Okay. Nice. So, what would cartographers do to prevent people from copying their maps and to prevent plagiarism? Is it to do with the ink that they use? Mm, no. Um, I, I have no idea. I couldn't even guess. He's he's sulking now. It goes on. Thinking, across. thinking, not sulking. Something I don't know how to do. This I is have my no favourite thing to tell kids. Did they draw like monsters on it? Because I know they used to in the fifteen hundreds. They used to draw mm. monsters like weird yeah, monsters. See. Yeah. Loads. Mm. Um, put their names on it. I'll sign it. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, don't know. Go on then. They would make fake places. Ah. So you have the mountains of Kong of Africa, mm. and they stayed on maps for about a hundred years, but they never existed. Don't exist. There is a town in Lancashire that Google Maps have invented, but isn't actually a town. Do you oh. know what it's called? Oh, that's a good question. Plop. <laughs> <laughs> North of Lancashire, Plop. between Burnley and Blackburn. Plop. Uh, what, what does it? What does it start with? A. I feel like you should know this. A. Atherton, something like that. Close, to be fair. No, no, no idea. Argleton. Argleton. Mm. So it don't exist, so I, could go, exist. I can't go to Argleton. You can't go to Argleton, but you could find it on Google Maps. Nice. nice. That's a nice little factoid. Mm. Yeah, I think, I just think it's really cool because you just wouldn't 
like you wouldn't think about cool. copying maps, but mm. actually maps are worth yeah. a lot, which is a great segue into my next question. Six nil to B, oh, yes, it's smooth. Okay. You, you got all over this, mate. Um, what is the most expensive, or how much was the most expensive map ever sold? In what? US ha- dollars. Oh right, that could be mad, couldn't it? That could be completely ridiculous. Ooh, I wonder if it's the map uh, that documents the Northwest Passage. $320,000. Oh, I was getting a bit more than that. I'm just going to throw a number out there. Yeah, I was going to mean the million, surely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. $24 million. I'm going to say, hang on, I'm going to go $16 million. Whoa. You're the closest. Oh, mama. So one to B. <laughs> yeah, one. $10 million US dollars. Nice. What was it a map of? It was a map. It was called the Universal Cosmography. Mm-hmm according to the tradition of Ptolemy and the discovery of the Amerigo Vespucci. That was just a lot of words. It was Ptolemy, um, though. I'm interested in Ptolemy. What, so what did yeah, he have to do about it? He's amazing. Mm. Um, the Latin of that is even more confusing. Would you like to have a go? I'm, I'm of course I would. I'm looking. Why would he? There you go. What you were going to say? All of that. No. Oh. Universalis. Oh. Cosmographia secundum Ptolemy traditionum et Americi Vespucci aliorumque illustrationes, which is the universal cosmo- cosmography according to the tradition of Ptolemy. What's Ptolemy got to do with it? Now do it in Latin. Yeah. <laughs> What's Ptolemy got to do with it? No idea. So I mean, that's what I want to know. Ptolemy was one of um, Alexander the Great's generals. Mm. Yeah, and he was also a very famous cartographer. Oh, nice. His role in cartography um, actually helped the Roman Empire. Mm. Without that, we don't know if the Roman Empire would have been yeah. as expensive. It's not like a whole era. Ptolemaic like Egypt. Massive. massive. But another question, what was missing from his map? What was missing? Mm. Is that like a continent? He totally left out. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, well, several Africa. continents. Well, it was the whole of the Southern Hemisphere. Ah. Yeah, well, they hadn't crossed the Sahara, had they, at no, that point? I find that quite surprising, because that, that is 1400s, isn't it? Ptolemy? Yeah. No. No. Well, he's, a, he's an ancient civilization. BC. Yeah. Long time ago. No, but. In Bethlehem. Unless it's a different Ptolemy. Maybe this child, Jesus. Google, let me down. Oh. But it says that, like, the Antarctica, Africa, and Australia was all unknown to Europeans since 1482. Yeah. So well, 1492 is Columbus's expedition. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that is, that is way before that, yeah. yeah. Well, still the fact that, you know. Yeah, interesting. A couple centuries ago. And people just haven't, yeah, travelled that fast. Mm. It's massive, isn't it? Ridiculous. Very, very difficult. Yes. Around the globe in less than 24 hours. Yeah. How far we've come. Indeed. Drake could only dream One such. more point to be. Go on, carry on. Is it? That's it. He's just being... Oh, I mean, I, I've finished playing this game for a while, but he's carrying on. We just let him entertain himself. Is that it? Yeah. At the end of the quiz? Well, we kind of made it more of a discussion than an actual... Well, it was good. It was good. It was interesting. You won that easy. Yeah, you, you won 7-0. You genuinely won that, easy. Mate. I won 65 nil. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. you're such a sore loser. <laughs> Take it <with laughs> graciously. That was, it, that was interesting, actually. I was a bit nervous that I wasn't going to have a clue what was going on, but I recognised mm. some of what you were talking about, which is nice for me. 
What about yeah. you? No, interesting. You're a happy boy? Yeah, I'd like yeah. to know a little bit more about cartography. I'm very interested. No, I've got a map at home. All I can think of since you said cartography is the film Jumanji. And there's a cartographer in it. So I've just had what, Jack re- Black. The remake? I've just had yeah. Jack Black in my head the whole time. See, oh, I was thinking they were doing the with Alan Parrish. Yeah. Yes, I know, but there wasn't an actual like role of cartography. Whereas in the new one, it is yeah, cartographer. But it's interesting. I know it's not Jack Black. Oh, I mean to see that. Sorry. It's... Um, Kevin Hart, Dwayne The Rock, Johnson. And Karen, let's not forget Karen Gillan. Uh, I certainly haven't. That is my husband's favourite. What were you going to say? Oh, no, um, so, like, actually a job as a cartographer now, in, on the one hand, they're really in demand, but also you can be a cartographer for free. So, like, um, when I was in uni, I wanted to do it as a career, but then I realised you get paid a pittance. And also... You can do it as a volunteer. So in COVID, our company, we were mm. mapping places that had been devastated by an earthquake in somewhere in Asia, and it was about their relief effort. But now everything is so digital. It's like, what is the future of cartography? And did the did the aid company know where it was in Asia? They knew, right? Yeah. Yeah. Asia's <laughs> <laughs> okay. a kind of a big place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much for that uh, that little insight thank into you. cartography. No that was good. Problem. I certainly enjoyed that very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. This was. This has been definitely the most anarchy based podcast of all of them. Well, what's the prize? Bees back in the house. I'm not even sure what's just happened. It's been shocking, mate. Shocking. But uh, thank you very much for listening. And of course, this brings us an end to 2023. What are are our final, if we're going to have one reflection quickly on 2023, how would you describe it, B? Don't come to me first. Takes me a while to think. You? um, On what in particular? Just anything. You you become a father and got married this year, didn't you? Uh, Technically, it was the end of, yeah, I got married this year. That's obviously my best, but my daughter was born technically in 2022 so well not you, technically she was born literally so for you it's what it was the year of, of true love and and, and yeah becoming yeah. a dad yeah okay growing up growing up be. mine is uh, my new mantra to myself was just be good enough <laughs> just oh, be good enough yeah but just being good enough is okay yeah and that's yeah. alright yeah yeah when you get there let me know E um, I think perhaps on the same issue, just kind of, I'm very much Become looking... a father. Don't put my tie! Oh. I was looking at B, was I looking in your direction? Sorry. Not about you. Um, just, yeah, being good enough and actually slowing down a bit and just taking it day by day. Excellent. Excellent. What about you, Em? My uh, reflection on 2023 has been uh, perpetual loneliness. Yep, what, a, what, a, what a lovely what a sobering <laughs> what a sobering thought yeah on that Christmas note, have a lovely Christmas and he's, he's still single yeah still if, single yeah maybe more. people any yeah does anyone want to go out with is anyone we can set it up yeah we should get people you know I can sleep for since Seattle what where they can yeah but they but they might be intimidating you know going out with a celebrity now I'd say M's more Magic Mike than um, Sleepless in Seattle XL yeah XS anyway anyway that's our little nuggets for the year and now it's time to go and then uh, we'll be off on our Christmas holidays anyone got any good plan we should end this in a minute but anyone got any good plan eating eating yeah. drinking drinking being merry. Being merry. Excellent. What a wonderful time. What about you? Yeah. What are you doing to celebrate Christmas? Going to the Emirates to watch Arsenal West Ham. We said celebrate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I just seeing some family. So you know. See me. Be... No, you won't be around, will you? Well, I can be around. 
Okay. <laughs> right. Well, have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Enjoy. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you next year. Any questions for us, tales of two teachers at gmail.com. See you soon. Bye. Bye.